0: Good mornings, I'm Chris Oaks and coming up today, a visit to the place where it all started. Thanksgiving means something even more for the town of Plymouth, Massachusetts. Also this morning, it's one of the best parts of the job. Finley Mayor Christina Murn talks about kicking off the holiday season with the lighting of the community Christmas tree this weekend. Christmas shopping is back in a big way as consumers are expected to make up for last year's ho-hum holiday. We'll tell you how to spread the cheer without breaking the bank. And we have helpful holiday hacks from Kyra's Kitchen to make your family gathering go smoother than ever this Thanksgiving. This is the Good Mornings Podcast Edition for Wednesday, November 24th, 2021. It is Blackout Wednesday. Uh, night before Thanksgiving day, one of the biggest drinking and party nights of the year uh but it is also we were talking about that i think uh, earlier in the week uh obviously if you 're going to you uh going be partying party safely uh it is brownie locks day as opposed to Goldilocks brownie locks for those brunettes to take pride in having brown hair <laughs> Locks day okay. Celebrate your unique talent day today, National Family Caregivers Day, National Jukebox Day, National Sardines Day, <laughs> National Use Even If the Seal Is Broken Day. <laughs> what all of those uh, products that you see on store shelves say don't use if the seal is broken. Well, today is the day to throw caution to the wind and use it even if the seal is broken. And it is also, what do you love about America Day? And that list could go on and on and on. But one of the things we love about America is Thanksgiving Day. I mean, think about it. Only in America could we have a holiday that is centered strictly around food. Food and football. That's it. I mean, other than food and football, what is what is there? things? I mean, every other holiday, there is some deeper meaning. And I know, yeah, Thanksgiving, there's a deeper meaning. But let's be honest. It's about food and football. That's what Thanksgiving is. And uh, so uniquely uh, American holiday. One of the things that I love about America. Big travel day today. Getaway day. Roads going to be very busy. The skies are going to be very busy. If you're uh, driving to the airport, doing both of those things, driving and flying, uh expect uh just pack your patience it's going to be it is going to be jammed on the roads and at the airport some 50 what was it AAA's a's uh, estimate 53 million people i think are going to be traveling if you uh if you have never traveled on thanksgiving it is an experience it is i think something that everyone should do at least once in their lifetime is uh, travel a long distance on the day before Thanksgiving because it's just a madhouse. uh, But at the same time, it's a good madhouse because you know that there's a reason for it. Uh, And there's this big building anticipation for the holiday to come. So today is the annual balloon inflation ahead of tomorrow's Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Again, this is something that I think everyone needs to do at least once in their lifetime. Uh, When our kids were little, we took them one year to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, (laughs) which means we checked off all of the boxes. We drove to New York on the day before Thanksgiving. So we were a part of that madness. And uh, then we got there, checked into the hotel and uh, headed down to see the balloon inflation. And that is really amazing. I mean, the parade was great, but the balloon inflation was something else uh, because you really get a sense for how big these things are. Uh, Macy's creative director Rick Palmer says there's a lot of excitement about the new baby Yoda balloon. Uh, The not-so-little Yoda's ears stretch 37 feet, the length of a telephone pole. And also new this year are the Ada Twist scientist, as well as Pokemon Pikachu in a sled with his friend Eevee. Well, uh, fan favorite, dinosaur in the sky, is back. So, among the uh, balloons that you will see at the Thanksgiving Day parade, and tonight we'll be inflating the balloons uh, right at the uh, start of the of the parade route. Um, what is it like, sixty uh, first Street in Central Park West or something? I I don't know exactly. I don't remember. But uh, it is quite the sight to watch them in, inflate the balloons and uh, get kind of an up close look at. At all of the balloons in the parade. Gotta do that one time in your life. That is a bucket list thing. The Butterball Turkey Talk Line is back and it is now open. You can call 1-800-BUTTERBALL or you can text them at 844-877-3456. You can also now contact the Butterball Turkey Talk Line via Alexa enabled devices by saying, Alexa, ask Butterball, whatever your question is. You can also uh, contact them via TikTok or peruse the online portal for tips and tricks and various calculators to help you figure out how long to thaw and cook your bird and how many pounds your turkey should be in the first place. For the gathering that you have, also lots of recipes available on the Butterball Turkey Talk Line website. Not just for the turkey, but all of the sides as well. Desserts and so on. Butterball first started at the turkey talk line back in 1981. And uh, kind of amazing how that has evolved over the years. You need help. Uh, there you go. One of the things that you don't want to do when you're cooking your turkey. The CDC says you should not wash or rinse a turkey before cooking. The poultry juices can contaminate other foods, as well as utensils and countertops, if spread in the kitchen. So do not wash or rinse your turkey before cooking it. Uh, You should also wash your hands with warm water and soap for 20 seconds before and after handling poultry, and use a separate cutting board as well as washing dishes or utensils that the turkey touches at any point before it is cooked. Also, the turkey should never be thawed by leaving it out on the counter as it, became, as it can become unsafe to consume at certain temperatures due to the bacteria growth within the danger zone between 40 and 140 degrees Fahrenheit. Instead, uh, you should have been thawing your turkey in the refrigerator um, in a container, in a leak proof plastic bag, in a sink full of cold water. Water is the other. We were talking about this yesterday. Um, or you can thaw it in the microwave. Um, also, be sure to cover. It says make sure that all of your Thanksgiving dishes reach the recommended internal temperatures before, uh, while they're cooking uh, so that you don't make your guests sick. So quick reminders there. Again, if you need anything more, check out the Butter Bowl Turkey Talk Line uh which is uh, which is open now and will be open through christmas i believe it's not just for thanksgiving anymore uh speaking of thanksgiving this is you know the idea of the season is to give people the opportunity to celebrate and appreciate all that they have to be thankful for and their loved ones and so on but a new poll finds that most parents believe their kids have some catching up to do in the thankfulness department. This is a poll out of the University of Michigan. Researchers say a stunning four out of five parents believe that children today do not appreciate what they have. Four out of five parents think their kids do not appreciate what they have. Over half of the survey of 1,125 parents with kids between the ages of four and 10 years old say they believe that they do, in fact, Spoil their children too much. Half of parents in the survey admit that they spoil their kids. Another two in five go even further. 40% say they are sometimes embarrassed by how selfish their child acts. Many parents may look back to their own childhood and, in comparison, wonder if they are giving their child too much in the way of material things. And I've always figured. If you have to stop and ask yourself that question, then the answer is probably yes. (laughs) You probably are giving your child too many material things. Parents may have watched their child behave selfishly, such as refusing to share with other children or saying that they don't like a particular gift. That's the other uh, warning sign that a lot of parents cited. Uh, Kids saying that they don't like a particular gift. And see, this is the thing. It's not it's it's okay not to like a gift. I mean, we've all gotten gifts at one point or another that we don't like but you it is possible to not like a gift but still appreciate the gift the thought that went behind it and that's a that's a difficult thing for kids especially between the ages of four and ten years old but that's probably what we should be focusing on uh the co- co-director of the cs mott children's hospital national poll sarah clark uh says well she says just that uh Children saying that they don't like a particular gift, Uh, again, teaching them that delineation between liking a gift and appreciating a gift. So maybe that's something we can work on this Thanksgiving. Interesting. And one other item here among the first things that you need to know, of course, lots of people have been decorating for Christmas already. (laughs) <laughs> i've been talking about how my wife has been uh out already decorating for christmas getting an early start for the holiday she always does this and um a lot of people do this is a great time to decorate for for christmas i mean if you have over the past couple of weeks because the weather has been relatively nice you know before it gets too cold to be out there trimming the trimming the house with the lights and and all of that that's That's a horrible job when it gets too cold. But anyway, the uh, Christmas lights will go on this week if they haven't already, but they do not come without safety risks. The National Fire Protection Association says fire departments in the U.S. responded to an average of 160 home fires every holiday season from 2014 through 2018, and lighting equipment and electrical distribution accounted for 45% of those fires. So to stay safe with your Christmas lights, experts say you should be sure to turn your lights off before bed and before you leave your home. So never leave the lights unattended. as That can be dangerous. Look for lights labeled with the Underwriters Laboratories seal, the UL seal, means they have been tested for fire safety, and also consider getting LED lights which emit less heat than incandescent lights. Also, be diligent when hanging your lights. Be sure not to misuse them or overload them. As a general rule, fire safety experts recommend plugging in no more than three light strands at a time. You should also check the bulbs and wiring to make sure that they are free of breaks or cracks before installation. And uh, replace any that uh, appear to be possibly damaged. Better safe than sorry. They're not that expensive and... to uh, go horribly wrong. So, uh, some things to keep in mind as we get your Wednesday morning started heading into the uh, big Thanksgiving holiday.
1: WFIN News, I'm Matt Demchek. The WTOL 11 first alert forecast, partly cloudy and windy today with a high of 51. Cloudy and windy tonight with a low of 42. The trial for the man accused of shooting a state trooper in Findlay has been scheduled. Robert Tremaine Hathorn's jury trial will begin on Monday, January 31st. The 42-year-old was previously indicted by a Hancock County Grand Jury on six felony charges, including felonious assaults on a peace officer in connection with an altercation with a state trooper that left that trooper with a gunshot wound. Get more on the case on our website. Stonebridge Church in Findlay is busy making final preparations for its annual Thanksgiving Day community meal. We're looking forward to another great year. Last year our uh, numbers were a little lower than the previous year but only by a couple of hundred and we're still circling around that 2,000 meal number. Reverend Michael Wise is lead pastor at Stonebridge. He says dine-in will not be available for the second straight year and people will need to order a meal for drive-through or delivery like they did last year. The delivery deadline has passed, but the drive through will be open from 9 to 1 on Thanksgiving. Get more on our website. Congress has voted to award an Ohioan Navy Corpsman Maxton Soviak the Congressional Gold Medal. Soviak was one of 13 service members who was killed in a suicide bombing at the airport in Kabul, Afghanistan, August 26th. He was from Berlin Heights, about 20 miles southeast of Sandusky, and a graduate of Edison High School in nearby Milan. The Senate unanimously approved legislation last week awarding the honor to all 13 U.S. military service members who also included an Army soldier and 11 Marines. Dave James, in News. Students at Millstream Career Center made the star. You can see at the top of the city of Finley Christmas tree.
2: They put together a couple of prototypes and options, and then I went out and met with the students and picked this one to display on the top of the tree, and then they met with our team to determine how it would be secured and making sure we had the appropriate electricity, etc., to be able to function, because it actually has lights on it.
1: Mayor Christina Mearn says she's really proud of the students and the work they put into the project. The city's Christmas tree will light up during a ceremony at 6 o'clock Friday night. Get more news online anytime at WFIN.com.
0: It is the place where it all began. As we come up on the Thanksgiving holiday, there is no place in the country where the celebration is bigger Then in Plymouth, Massachusetts, and we are joined by Paula Fisher this morning. She is Deputy Director for C. Plymouth, which is the area's travel and tourism authority. And Paula, you really do consider Plymouth to be America's hometown. Kind of talk about the the mindset there.
3: Well, one of the reasons we say that is because uh, other Europeans had been coming to this country for many years before the Pilgrims arrived Mm -hmm. in the uh, winter of 1620 but when the pilgrims arrived it wasn't just a group of men coming to explore hunt whatever it was a group it was families it was moms and mothers fathers grandparents children and that made a huge difference the 102 passengers were a very different look than what uh, the natives here were used to seeing coming over in ships.
0: Yeah, that's, a, that's an interesting point. And, and obviously, as one might imagine, there are a lot of Thanksgiving-related events and observances and celebrations there in and around Plymouth, given that that's, as we said, where it all began. And I'm told that a lot of those center on the various interpretations of Thanksgiving throughout the generations. Well,
3: it's true. I mean, if you want to know the Pilgrim story, this is definitely the place to come. Um, but the good thing about Plymouth is there's more than just that. Uh, one of our slogans has been, history is just the beginning. But certainly, you're, you're going to see Plymouth Rock. You're going to see Mayflower Two, which is a reproduction of the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're going to see a number of museums that talk about um, the, the story and really get a good grasp on this so American of stories. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a great place to visit for that reason.
0: Because uh, it's, again, something we don't really think about uh, is the way Thanksgiving has evolved uh, over the decades and centuries since that first Thanksgiving.
3: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that feast in 1621, they didn't even call it Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving was a, a day in church to them. And for years and years and years, other communities had days of Thanksgiving, but they were religiously oriented so it was it wasn't until the civil war when this became the kind of the kind of tradition that we see now the food we eat and the way we consider it like an, a family holiday but it certainly has had many uh changes over the years it started here in new england but it uh, certainly swept across the country and across the world for people who end up living in other parts of the world as well
0: yeah And, and so when you look at all of that wealth of history and again what a what better place uh to to start in looking at how this has evolved uh over centuries and generations and a tradition that is handed down from one generation to the next where did do, what does it tell you? What does that story tell you about where we are today? Where we are now with this uh, celebration as we know it in the present day?
3: I think it has a lot to do with immigration. Certainly, the pilgrims are some of the, one of the most famous group of immigrants here. But when people come to live in America, Thanksgiving is something they grab onto. They want to know more about it. They want to feel more like they are now part of what this country offers. And I think that's what's changed uh, in many ways. Wanting to Uh, say more about Plymouth and bring the Pilgrim story in more prominent was the fact that there were so many immigrants coming to the country in the 19th century that there was a fear this story would be lost. Hmm. And instead, what's happened is people embrace this story when they get here so that they can be part of this this simple America, this America that's welcoming.
0: And, and this uh, story, we continue even now to learn more about this, uh, this story and the history of the pilgrims and of Thanksgiving and of the uh, journey of the Mayflower and so on. I, I, I understand that you recently had an archaeological dig that kind of changes the Mayflower story from what we understood prior to what we now know.
3: Yeah, it it was simple to think that the Pilgrims landed here, they built their houses, and they kind of lived, and the natives were somewhere else, and maybe peeking at them, whatever, or coming for the the harvest feast Mm -hmm. we now call Thanksgiving. But the archaeology dig is proving that these people lived more closely together and did more interaction than was originally thought. I mean, the natives lived here for over 10,000 years before the Pilgrims came, but um, it's obvious too that that they had a 50-year peace where they uh, interacted friendly and well and and did things together and traded with each other
0: hmm. and and again that is uh, a little bit different than the thanksgiving story that we all learned in grade school what are some of the other um maybe interesting facts or things that m- might be different than what we thought we knew uh, about thanksgiving for example is it is it true that the Pil- pilgrims landed on plymouth rock for example
3: well, um, I personally believe that's true, and uh, Jim Baker, our historian here in Plymouth, has written a, a really good book about it. Okay. Uh, considering the Mayflower landed in the Mayflower landed in the harbor in the winter, uh, December of 1620, and they took a smaller boat called the Shallop in order to get people from the large ship to tender them to the land, hmm. and this very large granite rock meant that you could step on it instead of wading through ankle-deep, knee-deep, freezing cold December water hmm. uh, in New England. So uh, I definitely... Definitely a possibility. Now, not every tide would fit maybe. But certainly, I can't imagine that it's not true.
0: So again, if there is uh, any place you wanted to go to learn everything there is to know about our Thanksgiving tradition, uh, Plymouth would be the uh, the place. And uh, obviously, Thanksgiving is a big deal for you folks there in uh, Plymouth, Massachusetts, understandably so. But I guess we should also mention it's uh, it's a great place to visit anytime. If you can't make it for Thanksgiving, you can... Uh, it's a great place to visit anytime.
3: Absolutely. We're right on the ocean. We're we're a great hub for visiting other places. Stay here. Go to Boston. Go to Cape Cod. You can whale watch from here. You can, you can go out fishing tours. Uh, there's just so much history and so much beauty. Plymouth is the largest town in area in, in uh, Massachusetts. So there's plenty to see, plenty to do. And our Sea Plymouth uh, app really helps people plan Plan their trip, plan their vacation, and our Sea Plymouth website is just loaded with surprising things you can do in, in the Plymouth Plymouth County area.
0: We will link it up uh, on our webpage. Uh, you know, we've been talking that uh, people are traveling again, so this may be one uh, place to put on your list. Paula Fisher, Deputy Director of Sea Plymouth, with us uh, this morning. Paula, thanks very much for the time. We appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Same to you, Chris.
4: Information that makes a difference. Good mornings with Chris Oaks on
0: 1330 WFIN and 95.5 FM. Mayor Christina Mearn has joined us in the studio. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving, Chris. This is, uh, as we were saying, one of the uh, best parts of the job. I mean, being mayor of any <laughs> of any city sometimes can feel like a thankless job, but, but this is one of the perks. Uh, you get it's to uh, light the community Christmas tree and welcome in the season. So, what a tree this year we've
2: got. Oh my goodness, we have a beautiful tree. You, did you know it was going to be this
0: big when, you, you know... Yes, it?
2: so it's really funny. We, you know, kind of put the call out and we had had people say, hey, you know, we have a tree and we were looking at all of them. We're like, no, that one's not quite ready. You know, so we, we keep them on a list and we kind of watch them because they're typically trees that people are thinking of taking down for right. some reason yeah. in the near future. Because some
0: people have said, oh, it's terrible. You're cutting down this huge tree. But in a lot of cases, these right. are trees that people are going to, they become too big Correct. for their space and they're going to take them down anyway. Correct. So, yep. Yeah.
2: And so we, we, you know, we love trees, so we, we want to keep them planted as much as possible. But as we're watching, um, so we had some folks reach out about this tree, and we actually have next year's tree kind of lined up, too, as long as everything works out. It's another yeah. another big one. So they said it was like, uh oh, my guy, my guy call, called, and he typically goes out, and he, like, brings me back pictures, and he's like, okay, here's, like, what I'm thinking. And he was so excited. He's like, we have two huge trees. Like, you can pick, five. <laughs> it is huge. It is. I think with them – Having to trim it, to, the, the base of it was too large to fit into <laughs> our um, little contraption there that secures it to the ground. And it, I think it's like 45 feet.
0: That's that's big.
2: It is it's like, a huge tree. It's, like, it's just it taller than my building. Yeah,
0: I was gonna say it. It towers over the uh, over the city <laughs> building, so that really gives you some uh, yes. perspective. And and also a a bonus uh, this year, got a new uh, topper for the tree. Now has the tree had a topper before? Help me out here because I don't, think I don't it ever have. I don't recall ever seeing a star on top of the tree, Correct. but we've got one now this year. We
2: do. Yes. So we, have, to my knowledge, we have not historically had a tree topper. Mm-hmm. And every year since I've been mayor, I've I've added something to the tree. I don't know what I'm going to do next year. Probably nothing.
0: But. You know what my <laughs> wife did this year on the tree? You can you can do this. She put a uh, squirrel in the tree from oh, National Lampoon's Vacation, like I a could, little, not a real one, obviously, a little stuffed uh, squirrel. So you can yes, do that. You could. There put we a
2: go. We could tree. put a little squirrel. We could hide <laughs> the pickle. You can
0: hide. You could yeah. hide it, and it'd be a little hide and seek thing. Yeah. So, so anyway, really, I.
2: <laughs> You know, when we first started, we just kind of had lights, and we were like, okay, let's add some ribbon and then ornaments, and this year the tree topper, you know, and it doesn't cost much to do those little things, and Mm -hmm. I think it adds so much to the tree, but so I had reached out a couple weeks ago. I was like, you know what? We need a topper for this tree, so I reached out, kind of had dimensions from our crew on, like, what they thought and how they would want to secure it, and I reached out to Pam Hamlin with Millstream Career Center and said... Can your students make a tree topper? That'd be,
0: that's a perfect project. Oh my gosh, yeah. and it
2: was so fun. They're like, it came at a great time. Our mm-hmm. students, so it was students from engineering, construction, welding. You know, maybe even another group, and they all work together to like put together a design. Very cool. You know, do the CAD drawings, cut it out, make a prototype, and then you know show it. You know, and then ultimately weld it and put it together. Yeah. So that it is about forty inch diameter star yeah it is huge when it was sitting on the ground i was like i started panicking i'm like (laughs) i think that's going to be too big i don't think we can secure it you know i start like freaking out and so i had um dave hans who's our uh, public works um guy and he he helps me with so many different things and he comes out and he looks at it. he's like all right so i think this is what we need to do to be able to secure this thing to the tree and it's on like a man, six foot like steel rod.
0: I I would imagine putting that thing (laughs) on top of the tree would have been a challenge. Yes, I
2: was getting a little nervous because they, you know, have it secured to this rod and then they have like ropes tied around it and they're lifting it up into the air and a guy on one crank, you know, in a bucket truck and then another guy coming up on a forklift or like a lift to try to secure it to it. And it's like Spinning around a Is little bit. Is there a bit. video
0: of this somewhere? Because I'm, I'm thinking this would be really fun to um, watch.
2: You know what? I may or may not have a couple of videos. They may make it into the public domain at some point. Um, so I like eventually, my windows are looking straight at it, you know, and I'm trying to do work. So I like close the blinds. I'm like, all right, I'm like. Dear God, like, help it, help it to work. Like, I'm worried about the guys, obviously. I'm worried about this thing just, like, spinning. I'm worried they're, like, frustrated. Uh, but the, the crews love to do it. So it's it's fun. It's, like, just, like, this positive... We, we have something fun going on. It's yeah. not like the chaos and the yeah. negative part of the job. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so it, it is. It's a ton of fun, and we're excited to reveal it and turn it on, and hopefully, we don't blow any breakers.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there are, have you tested that to make sure, or we will we have, all find out to, together?
2: We have tested. Okay. We have right, tested, and we think it's going to be okay. Right. But, you know, fingers crossed. <laughs> but there are 60,000 lights.
0: All wow. <laughs> wow. 60,000 lights. It's a ton of I lights. Mean, where do you get the, the lights? I mean, you don't go over to like Menards and say, we need to buy 60,000 lights. I don't We're think
5: gonna so. We're going to take
0: everything off the shelf.
2: No, I don't think so. I think That's Dave. I'm not sure where he buys them. He might buy, might buy them locally, but I'm sure he gives them some sort of heads up so that, you know, the rest of the city yeah. can show up to buy Christmas lights and not be yeah. disappointed. You yeah, like
0: six cartfuls of, uh, <laughs> of Christmas lights there. Yes. Uh, so the uh, lighting of the tree, the ceremonial ceremonial lighting of the tree will be on Friday, At right? At 6
2: p.m. Okay. Yep.
0: And uh, it's always an awful lot of fun to just welcome in. And and. It, like I said, it's it's sort of the launch of the Christmas season locally. I encourage people, since you're downtown anyway, visit, shop downtown, and yes. enjoy the downtown area and shop local for the holidays. For
2: sure. It looks like it's going to be a beautiful evening. So it'll be chilly, bundle up, um, but it should be great. Maybe some flurries, which I would be kind of fun. That
0: actually would be good, um, yeah.
2: And then obviously, yeah, a lot of our downtown restaurants and businesses will be open encourage you to... To check them out, support local. Um, There's also a show at the Performing Arts Center, the Nutcracker.
0: Yeah, Uh, yeah. So
2: go over to that. And then the next day is Shop Small Saturday. Mm -hmm. Um, So this Saturday, Shop Small Saturday, there's a lot going on with our different downtown businesses. And we'd encourage you to make sure that you're looking locally for presents before you go elsewhere. Especially given the supply chain issues, yeah. it's something that you can go in and get your hands on right away and you don't have to stress over whether it will show up
0: or not. Absolutely. So we uh, ring in the holiday season uh, Friday evening at 6 o'clock with the lighting of the uh, huge community Christmas tree. So that should be spectacular. Uh, by the way, while we have you here, also want to mention uh, coming up, we, and we've talked about the uh, community conversations and the strategic plan, strategic plan yeah. uh, starting to launch that process very soon.
2: Correct. So we now have applications available for individuals who would be interested in participating as kind of a community outreach team. And this is a group of folks that is going to help with reaching out into the community, making sure that we're getting everybody's voices heard in this process. Um, And so there is an application that we would ask that folks complete. It's available online at our website, finleyohio.com. We also have some paper applications available at... Uh, They'll be there today, 50 North, uh, Finley-Hancock County Public Library and the downtown Finley YMCA. And it's a quick application, but what that helps us do is know, you know, again, the demographics of the folks that we're selecting to be on the committee mm-hmm. to help really, you know, do that outreach. Because um,
0: you want to get a good cross-section of the uh, community. And sure. as you said, the more voices uh, heard, the better this strategic plan will ultimately be.
2: Correct. And I'm super excited. The firm that we're working with has a really good process for making sure that we're getting a broad cross you know, cross-section of our community that we're hearing those voices. And th- these folks are going to help us. We're going to have six different engagement, like community meetings, public meetings, where folks can show up and be a part of the dialogue and answer some different questions. And those folks are going to help with that. They're going to help with kind of spreading the word, you know, on social media, et cetera, um, but also be able to help kind of distill some of the information we get and say, hey, we, we heard this, this, and this. Like help us understand what you how you see that playing out in the community. What how can we turn that into specific goals and policies, different yeah. things like that. So, uh, you know, this is really the key first step, um, and I'm really excited because we're this firm we're we're rocking and rolling, and that's exciting to see progress after having been talking about this and. You know, mm-hmm. Council having discussed it for for years now to be able to really see it coming to yeah. fruition.
0: So, uh, what is the uh, deadline? When do you need those applications in?
2: December thirteenth. Okay. So you still have a little bit of time, and it only takes about five minutes to complete the form. Would encourage you to do that online, just because that's it's super easy. Feel you know share it with. With family, friends, colleagues, um, because we would like to get a lot of folks engaged.
0: All right. Very good. And we've got the link up on our webpage, of course, goodmornings.net. Mayor Christina Mearn with us. Again, the uh, lighting of the community Christmas tree coming up Friday evening at 6 o'clock. So look forward to that and the launch of the holiday season here locally. Mayor Mearn, thanks very much for dropping by. We appreciate it. Happy Thanksgiving. Well, the uh, Christmas shopping season is right around the corner and all indications are that Americans are in a spending mood, maybe to make up for lost time after last year, but that always presents the challenge of staying on budget while getting great stuff for everyone on your list. Joining us this morning is a uh, lifestyle journalist and TV commentator Trey Bodge with some advice on how to do that. Uh, first of all, uh, Trey, what are some of the trends that you are seeing uh, this holiday season? Because I know people, a lot of people have started early Earlier than ever.
4: That's true. So, you know, what's happening here is we are having supply chain issues. A lot of retailers and brands are having a hard time getting their products in. And so people are shopping earlier to make sure that they get the things that they need on their list. And they're actually spending more, as you said. And so, to my mind, it's more important than ever to look for ways to save on your holiday shopping. I would definitely recommend, especially for your online shopping a tool like honey which is by paypal it's so cool because once you install it it looks for coupons deals rewards you can earn cash back on select purchases and it makes it so simple to save money while you're shopping and so if you do one thing this holiday shopping season Use an online shopping tool like Honey.
0: Good way of making sure that you're getting the best deals. What are some of your favorite gift ideas uh, for folks who are stumped at this point?
4: Yeah. So if you're not sure what to give someone, I think a gift set is a great option because it makes it a lot more fun. As you hand them the gift, they can open it and there are lots of goodies inside. And if you have someone who loves beauty products on your list, I would strongly recommend checking out the body shop. They have a new holiday gift collection and they have so many amazing options, like one for fragrance lovers, like there's a, a collection called Love and which is this recycled bag full of tons of fabulous beauty products they have one that's called joy and jasmine one that's called kindness and pears so lots of fun and clever names and then uh, for skincare they have a great body butter set which is really cute and then you can't see it and i wish you could but it's their advent calendar which is a spectacular gift It has drawers that you pull out and a little gift to open and discover every single day through December. And so if you're looking to really wow someone, especially if you're not going to see them this holiday season, this might be a fun gift to send. It's the Body Shop Advent Calendar.
0: Oh, that is really cool. Okay, what about uh, stocking stuffers? We don't want to forget those.
4: So I love practical stocking stuffer and i love technology so this really does it for me this one is called the myq smart garage control so you, you pair it with your remote control for your garage and you link it to the myq app and essentially what it does is it makes your garage door smarter you can manage your garage door from anywhere from your smartphone you can open it, you can close it, you can let guests in if you're not home. It pairs with Amazon Key. You can get convenient in-garage delivery of your Amazon packages and groceries, and it's under 30 bucks on Amazon.com.
0: I actually have one of those, and I absolutely love it. If nothing else, the peace of mind, when we're on the road, a lot of people be traveling uh, during the uh, holiday season, oh, did I remember to put the garage door down? I can check with just a click on my phone, and it's great peace of mind. So I love uh, that one. I can vouch for it personally.
4: Awesome. I mean, technology is incredible, right? I just, Absolutely. I just how it makes our lives easier. And so I would say, though, for the rest of the holiday shopping season, for people to stay on track and on budget, make sure you make an actual list, not one in your head, of all your recipients, maybe a suggested budget for each so you stay on budget. And then some gift ideas. And with those gift ideas, I would strongly suggest a plan B because some gifts will be hard to get this season. And so if you have a plan B already on deck you won't feel stressed out this holiday shopping season because it actually should be fun. Um, and so the more prepared you are, the more fun it will be.
0: <laughs> what a concept. We're going to actually have fun uh, this Christmas season. That's what it's all about after all. <laughs> uh, again, uh, lifestyle journalist, TV commentator, Trey Bodge with us uh, this morning. Trey, thanks very much for uh, taking the time. Where do we get uh, more information on all of this stuff?
4: Uh, you can find more information, smart shopping tips, money saving tips, and gift ideas at truetray.com. Happy holidays to you. We interrupt this program to bring you a broken news alert.
0: Today's update on the odd and unusual side of the news brought to you as a public service, more or less, of Hancock County Veterans Services. This is a story that it could easily be turned into like a TV mystery movie of the week or or something. A man who has been on the run from from the FBI was captured in Alabama uh, earlier this month. After he had assumed a new identity, Larry Albert Flake, age 74, was convicted um, in a uh, sexual misconduct case in Indiana in August of 2001. So 20 years ago, he's been on the on the lam after he failed to appear for trial. Uh, warrant was issued for his arrest. He was sought after by federal agents. The FBI finally found him, said he was uh, living under the name of Larry White, and was a pastor at a church near Birmingham, Alabama. Those in the area knew him simply as Reverend White. <laughs> well, you talk about a checkered past right there. The FBI found him due to an unnamed source and say without the lead, he would maybe never have been found. Uh, Mr. Flake will face extradition and be returned to Indiana, according to the uh, FBI. <phone rings> wow, how cra- How crazy is that? Taking on a new identity as a pastor. Uh, Let's see here. This is a big uh, travel day. Um, And uh, there will likely be traffic jams if you are traveling any great distance. But I'm not sure that there will be any as tragic as this one. The... Murfreesboro, Tennessee Police Department said gallons, gallons of Jack Daniels whiskey spilled onto the interstate in Tennessee last week. Interstate 24, the uh, truck was turning onto the uh, on-ramp for I-24 November 17th when it overturned and all of the whiskey started pouring out all over the highway. The total value of the amount of whiskey lost, $400,000 dollars now they do point out the driver was not injured in the crash but nobody really cares about that <laughs> they got nearly half a million dollars of whiskey that was wasted uh so anyway a tragedy of epic proportions But the driver was not injured so that's good uh speaking of the uh, holiday uh this is you know this is a big uh, pizza uh, holiday um a lot of people will order pizza. Tonight. As a matter of fact, it is the biggest pizza night, uh, bigger than New Year's, bigger than uh, the Super Bowl. More people order pizza because nobody wants to cook. You'd be cooking the big dinner tomorrow. So, uh, people, so if you are ordering a pizza tonight, expect it to take a little bit longer than normal because pizza shop's is going to be swamped. A man in Knoxville, Tennessee would have uh, been well to take that advice. Uh, He became especially aggravated um, when his uh, Little Caesars pizza was too slow to be made. So uh, he, he did what any reasonable person would do when his order was taking too long to be delivered or uh, to be fulfilled it was it wasn't delivery it was he was actually at the uh, shop at the store at the little caesar store waiting for his pizza. it was taking too long he did what any reasonable person would do he pulled out an ak-47 and uh, held employees hostage <laughs> until his pizza could be made and ak-47 charles doty jr accused of aggravated kidnapping uh the incident in uh uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, earlier this month, he was allegedly upset that his pizza was going to take an extra 10 minutes to make. <laughs> he also prevented an employee from leaving the restaurant uh, when his shift had ended. He said, you're not going anywhere until I get my pizza. <laughs> he is now facing aggravated kidnapping charges. <laughs> well, not an AK-47. Well, that would that would get, to, I think get it to uh, speed up. Um, several people in Newcastle County, Delaware, are uh, being charged after taking target practice. Uh, authorities say they placed, uh, a binary exploding rifle target inside of a car and a farm field in Middletown, Delaware, and then opened fire. <laughs> the explosion from the so-called sonic boom target could be heard for miles and sent debris flying over a three-acre radius. State police say all of those involved have been identified and criminal charges are pending. (laughs) And a couple of other uh, holiday-related items in the broken news. Uh, This is the season to be jolly, and uh, in merry old England, Santa hats. Were found on statues at a college campus. Uh, the issue is that people can't figure out how it was done. Uh, a local photographer uh, tweeted photos of Santa hats on the heads of figurines at St. John's College Chapel. Uh, it is a Gothic style chapel which features gargoyles and other statues high up on the outside of the building. I mean, it's like several stories up. And the place was locked so they couldn't get access to them from the inside. Somebody had to either have a big crane or climb up or maybe versus via a drone to put the Santa hats on the gargoyles and the statues high up on the uh, on the building. Nobody knows exactly how the Santa hats found their way under the statues. All they're sure of is that it was done from the outside. It's a big mystery. And lastly, everybody knows someone who goes all out for Christmas decorating their home. Carly Lockie, also in the UK, each Christmas season, she spends four weeks wrapping every single wall in her home in festive wrapping paper. <laughs> she takes Christmas wrap and wraps every wall of her home. She said she started the tradition two years ago, and she got tired of her beige walls. Her husband and her three kids help her hang paper in every room, including all the doors and even the kitchen cabinets. She says it takes 20 rolls of paper to cover her whole home, which means the uh, whole thing only costs about $13. She removes the decorations after the new year, but she says... It makes Christmas, uh, then she makes Christmas cards out of the used paper, so it doesn't go to waste. (laughs) Now, that is an extreme. Everybody, I will never... I will never complain again about how my wife uh, goes all out for decorating our home for Christmas because she doesn't wrap the entire home in uh, Christmas wrap. There you go. Uh, that is uh, today's broken news report. This update on the odd unusual side of the news brought to you as a public service, more or less, of Hancock County Veterans Services. We now return you to your regularly scheduled programming.
4: Spend Thanksgiving morning with WFIN and some great old-time radio entertainment. Thanksgiving laughs from Burns & Allen, Jack Benny, and Red Skelton. Also, listen to the historical docudrama featuring The Sailing of the Mayflower, plus the Thanksgiving 1943 broadcast of Command Performance.
1: This holiday presentation, courtesy of
4: Pete's Auto Service. It's an old-time radio Thanksgiving. Nine till noon, Thanksgiving Day. 1330 WFIN. WFIN WFIN.com. And now at 95.5 FM.
0: And now today's daily download, the numbers behind the news, the statistics that shape our lives. If you are headed out to go shopping this Thanksgiving weekend, we talk about all of the Thanksgiving traditions. This is definitely one of those modern day traditions going out shopping for Christmas over Thanksgiving weekend. You're going to have plenty of company. According to a new survey of American consumers from the National Retail Council, the National Retail Federation, nearly 2 million more people are expected to shop from Thanksgiving Day through Cyber Monday as compared to last year. 2 million more shoppers going to be out there this year than last, which is probably not surprising. Um, The data also finds that consumers are heeding the advice that they've been hearing to get out and shop earlier than ever this year, a result of shipping problems that have left some stores, or the fear is that some stores would be left without wanted items. Although, the president and CEO of the National Retail Federation, Matthew Shea, uh, while he is encouraging consumers to shop early, he says uh, retailers are confident they do have enough inventory on hand to meet holiday demand, but the fears of as product sellouts and things being in short supply has led people to shop earlier than ever. Um, According to the survey, 46% of us started shopping earlier this year than we typically do. Some consumers say they started shopping for Christmas as early as Halloween. Now, I don't know how many of the 46% in the list that are shopping earlier than ever started that early, but according to the numbers, 28% of those early go-getters say they are done already. 28, who are those people? 28% are done with their Christmas shopping even before Thanksgiving gets here. That's an amazing number. As to what we are buying, clothing topped the list of what people plan to buy. 53% said that's what they had their eyes on. Gift cards, number two on the list, 46%. 39% have toys at the top of their list. And books, music, and video games at 35%. So the top items that people are shopping for this weekend. And uh, you've heard that people are going to spend more this year on holiday gifts. Maybe making up for lost time from last year's ho-hum holiday. Uh, The average person in this survey the National Retail Federation, uh, is going to spend $997.73. On average, that's what they say we're going to spend, $997.73. Most of the estimates that I had heard up to this point, that I saw this poll, uh, was somewhere in the $800 range. So the NRF's uh, estimate is significantly higher than uh, most other Estimates that I have seen. We'll see how it all plays out. uh I don't know. For me personally, if I could get away with only spending a grand on Christmas, it always seems like we go way overboard in our family because we have a big family, lots of people to buy for, and of course, granddaughter. So that could be a grand right there. But anyway, $997.73, the uh, average uh, amount being spent this year. So you can compare your. Uh, shopping budget to that. So, as you know, uh, we normally like to wrap up the week on Friday uh, with my wife Kyra and her uh, recipes from Kyra's Kitchen. Uh, now, this is not Friday. No. Nope. Uh, so no recipes. Last week, actually, we did uh, recipes, uh, some great things to do with your Thanksgiving leftovers. So if you missed that, you can go to our Facebook page and uh, scroll back through the uh, posts and you'll get to the uh, Thanksgiving leftover recipes, which yep. were absolutely fabulous. So instead uh, I- instead of recipes this morning, we thought what we would do is share some Thanksgiving kitchen hacks, kitchen shortcuts, some tips to save you time. As you are preparing for the holiday with your family or whoever it is that you are celebrating with, uh, because and these are things uh, that that you have uh, done over the years and learned to do over the years yep. that will save people time and make. Things I'll never
5: forget my very easy. first Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I, this is funny. I uh, I did the turkey, and your mom helped me carve it. And I left the uh, giblets and stuff in the back. I had no clue they were there.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Don't do that. So that is tip number one. Yes. Don't do Um, that. But you know, that actually leads to uh, one of your, your best tips. And, and we've heard this before is to keep things simple. Yes. Don't try out some new exotic no. recipe for the first time no. on Thanksgiving. Yes. If do you want to try things. something new, yep. try it on your uh, right. your spouse, or your kids the week right. before and perfect it first. Right. Don't do something for no. the first time on Thanksgiving. No,
5: do so. your turkey, your mashed potatoes. Keep it simple. Your gravy, yeah. you know, corn, green beans. Um, just the easy stuff. For, right. Especially if it's your first Thanksgiving that you're cooking.
0: Right, uh, exactly. And along those uh, same lines... Uh, and you'll still again, probably make a
5: mistake. But it's
0: okay. <laughs> that's okay. One your mother
5: in law will help you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> one of the first things uh to do, and, and one of the other things that we hear all the time is to start things early. What can you start early? Um, you know, I now some of this stuff you can do like two, three days ahead oh, here where yeah. the day before Thanksgiving now. Right. But um, you know, what are some of the things that you can start early or start on right. now?
5: Cut up your veggies, yeah. get that stuff cut up, taken care of. Um, bake. Um, if you've got stuff, your cookies, um, your, if you're making a snack mix, any of that type of stuff, make that stuff. You can make that stuff the weekend before. Sure. Um, you can make that stuff a month before and put it in the (laughs) freezer. I mean,
0: that's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, starting your prep work early yep. uh, is a, a key to lightening the load. The other thing you can do, uh, and again, a very common thing, we do it in our family, is mm-hmm. to uh, not really do a potluck per se, but right. have people, have people uh, bring, bring a dish mm-hmm. uh, to help out. So help one out, person so you're
5: not cooking at all. is
0: not doing it all. Yep. And uh, you can even ask them to help out when in the kitchen right. when they, when get, they there. get
5: there. And if you're doing that, that's great. Have a plan. Um, you Know know what you want them to do. So, okay, and maybe I'm let gonna- them know. Know that in yeah. advance, so yeah. they know and what to expect. I'm going to take care of this. If you could, if you could yeah. do this, that would be great. You know, uh, help. You know, set the table, get things sure. ready. All those kinds of different things. Setting the table
0: is another thing you can do uh, the day before. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously you can do that anytime. Correct. So the easy things. do what you can early to lighten the load on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, A couple of things that you do with the uh, turkey that I think uh, is really interesting. You say that if you want a crisper skin on your turkey, uh, you let it sit in the fridge Uncovered right in the pan mm-hmm. the night before. The night before okay. Yeah.
5: So get it prepped, ready to go. Put your if you're putting some type of dry rub on it or something like that. Put that on it. Okay, and then just put it in the fridge and in Take the container. Take it out of the package. Take it out of the package. Out of the package. Clean it up, dry it up, put your rub on. And then put it in the uh, contain or your container and that you're cooking it in, and then put it in the fridge.
0: And that leads to a (laughs) crisper skin.
5: What it does is it dries up the skin a little bit. Okay. So
0: now, on the other hand, you don't want a dry turkey, and to prevent that, uh, this is something that you have done for years and years and years. After you're done cooking the turkey, you pull it out of the oven. Right. You put it on the counter Mm -hmm. and you cover it. Cover it with some foil, mm -hmm. and
5: then and then cover it with like three big towels. Um, And you're
0: talking. Bath thick towels, bath not like, like, like no. the kitchen yep. towels. Your bath towels. Your Cover bath it towels. With your bath thick, towels. good, thick mm-hmm. bath towels. And yep. what does that do?
5: That um, helps keep the juices and, and stuff in the turkey. And okay. so it doesn't, another way to help it so it doesn't dry out.
0: So it uh, doesn't evaporate right. as it cools. Right. The juices don't mm-hmm. evaporate. They yep. get, they get locked in And it keeps there.
5: it warm while you're doing other stuff. <laughs> so, <getting> other, <laughs> by stuff the way,
0: uh, this is a, another handy tip. Uh, and again, if you only have a single oven, as most right. people do, some people have those fancy double ovens. Yeah. But if you have uh, just a single oven, investing in a turkey roaster, as yep. we did a couple of years ago, like 50, 60 bucks yeah. to buy a turkey roaster, is uh, definitely a good investment when you can do your turkey in that and free up the oven right. for everything else. Yes. Because otherwise, really nice. yeah, yep. uh, your, your oven is. Yep.
5: The other thing is if you have crock pots, use your crock pots.
0: Yeah, using the uh, crock pot is a great way of either cooking or Mm -hmm. keeping things warm Warm. after you've cooked them. So, uh, again, kind of getting a an advanced plan of attack. This right. is why you got to do that. So you can do that. By the way, uh, you talk about crock pot to keep things uh, warm. I saw a, a really cool tip on the uh, Eat This, Not That website. I talked about once you make your gravy, you put it in a thermos. Yeah. And that keeps that warm. Warm, And so just like you, you would your morning coffee, yep. but you're using it for gravy. Yep. Keep uh, it in
5: there and then all you have to do is put it in the gravy bowl when you're ready to go. Yeah.
0: For uh, for dinner and then what's left, you leave in there and it's yep. warm for leftovers. when you- later. By the way, With respect to uh, leftovers, one of the things to do with the uh, leftovers when you are uh, cooking them later or you're reheating them later, before you stick them in the microwave, you want to drizzle a little broth Broth. uh, in there. Yep. Broth
5: is awesome. I use (laughs) broth for so many things, and it it does. It helps keep... You know, keep that, keep it moist, yeah. and and so it's not all dry when you're when you're warming yeah, it up. Yeah,
0: exactly. So a little a uh, little broth, mm-hmm. and then stick that in the microwave because that's the that's the knock on microwaving the right. uh, leftover turkey is that it yeah. really dries out in a hurry, and that'll yep. keep it moist. Uh, back to the gravy. Uh, you actually do. We say not going to do recipes, but you actually have an easy way to make gravy. Yeah,
5: it's just uh, use your the your uh, turkey the uh, stock the broth that's Mm -hmm. left from after the drippings and all of that. Yeah, um, put that in a saucepan, and then in a separate bowl, um, put three to four tablespoons of cornstarch and um, about half a cup of water, cold water, and put that in there. Mix it up. And then um, dump that into the broth and then cook it, and that prevents lumps.
0: One other uh, kitchen hack uh, that that you do, and this is uh, this is great if you have ever, when you're baking your pies, yeah. if you have ever uh, burned the edges yeah. of the crust, you've got a simple way yeah. to keep that from happening. Just, just
5: take some foil and uh, thin strips of foil and put that around the crust and then put it in the oven. Just around the edges of that, that crust. Just around the edges of the crust, and then just leave it on there, and the whole time it's baking... And it's still going to brown up, but it's not going to burn. It's not going to burn. And then you're going to take it off, and you're going to have a beautiful crust. There you go.
0: Well, that tip right there is worth the price of admission alone. There so you go. there <laughs> you go. If we, if people take nothing else away from that, that is a, a terrific tip. And a uh, couple of other things that are not necessarily related to the food, but will make things a lot easier when your guests start to arrive. Yep. Making sure, and how many times has this happened, where everybody comes over, and they're taking off their coats, yep. and you, you have have no place to put them. Right.
5: Yeah, a designated so, place. Yeah. I mean, find a spot. Clear out that yeah. spot the yep. night Clear before. Out the spot and do that and, today. Yep. And the other thing is is if you have people bringing potluck, they they usually have like a basket or or like mm-hmm. some type of cover or something like that. Have, have a, spot a place for, for that all that stuff. Yeah, so
0: yes. that you're not just tossing it right. wherever. And yep. very uh, good idea. So yes. again, talk about one of the things you should be doing today is designating that spot, clearing it out yep. for all of the coats, all of the stuff that people bring that they do you know just want to store, uh, maybe uh, in the closet or yep. wherever. Yep. Yeah, so. or
5: like your laundry room if you have like a laundry room mm-hmm. that has like a, um, a, a hanging place that you can hang coats and right. have people can to hang their coats there and oh, yeah. then you can put the you know put the other stuff on top of the uh washer and dryer so
0: the bottom line is to have a plan keep it simple yeah and uh try and think of all of the all of the stuff right. and and get right. some help when you can and remember so- this
5: holiday is about family if there's any type of shortcut you can take Take it. If you want to go buy a a store-bought pie and put it in the oven... (laughs) <laughs> Do it. It's it tastes just as good. Yeah, I mean, we
0: were we were talking about this. Yeah. Uh, some people actually uh, <laughs> feel guilty if they're not like baking their own bread oh, for their yeah. own rolls. No, or something. you know you get no. the, the dough rolls Go, or something.
5: Everybody loves Hawaiian. Going rolls. Don't buy the
0: King's Hawaiian yeah, rolls. Forget yes, about everybody it. Everybody yeah. loves them. Absolutely, it's, it's so, good. It's yeah. fine. Don't make it. Don't no. overcomplicate it. Yeah. Keep it simple. It's about family. Uh, my wife, Kyra, with her uh, favorite Thanksgiving hacks and uh, tips in the kitchen for you. A holiday and uh, certainly wish you a happy Thanksgiving. Kai, thanks very much. You're welcome. And that will put a wrap on our podcast for today. I want to thank all of our guests, of course, for joining us on the program. As always, remember you can get more information about all of the topics that we talk about each day on the show at our webpage that is goodmornings.net. Bookmark our site and check back every day. There's always something new. Remember, no podcast tomorrow for Thanksgiving or on Friday the extended holiday we'll be back with the next all new good mornings program on monday so until monday morning that is good mornings for this morning now that you've had a good morning go on out and make it a happy thanksgiving a great weekend we'll catch you back here next week